it is my singular honor and privilege to welcome you all this evening's gala dinner on the occasion of the sitting of the 44th Executive Board meeting of the African Council of, for Distance Education. Uh, this dinner is also hosted in order of the work and the spirit of collaboration between ourselves as African distance education providers and practitioners who constitute the membership of the ACDE. I must also express our delight as the University of South Africa that the work that we do, we do in the service of humanity to shape futures, understanding that the role of competition in the continent cannot be resourceful, but the role of collaboration and excellence and success should be the pivot point that helps us to engaging with each other. With this colleagues, tonight we will be seeing the evidence of the University of South Africa and the Zimbabwe Open University concluding a memorandum of agreement through a dedicated official signing ceremony. I'm also particularly pleased to see my brother and colleague, Professor Paul Gundani, the Vice Chancellor of Zimbabwe Open University, who of course is not a stranger to UNISA, leading such an important institution and pioneering this historic collaboration between our two universities, an event that forms part of the spirit of foundational aims of the ACDE. Let me tell you a little bit about Professor Gundani. He may not uh, remember this. So Professor Gundani came to UNISA on sabbatical. I was one of those uh, students who were pursuing my doctoral studies as the second uh, black woman that was appointed to join the faculty of theology in the study of philosophy and ethics. And Professor Gundani, fascinated my supervisor, Professor Mutabi, Mukheti Mutabi. Professor Mukheti thought Professor Gundani was very quiet and uh, uh, was wondering how to involve him in the national discourse on land. I had already had multiple meetings with Professor Gundani around questions of land, around the interface of Zimbabwe and South Africa, around the different sites of Chimorengas and their successes or failures, or what may be deemed as the successes or failures, but also around the fragility of the democratization of South Africa and the imperative for identifying cohorts of students and scholars who are committed to building the democratic dispensation of our country, but also contributing to the cohesion of the continent. Professor Gundani went on to deliver a lecture in a public environment where all political parties wanted him to be part of them because he had unraveled the notions of land for Africa, issues of food sovereignty, and issues of rebuilding cohorts of intellectuals in addressing these problems. So I, 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 I met Professor Gundani at the time when the discourses of our country around how we think about the transformations and even as we talk here, how we think about these transformations become important points. As suggested this morning by Professor Olufomi Peters, our first Vice President of the ACD in his opening remarks at the Executive Board yesterday, 
The ACD has come a long way since its establishment in 2004. It has made tremendous strides and there are still more strides to be made in this area of collaboration in the ODEL or CODEL space, depending on how you want to frame it. As a truly Pan-African organization, the ACD suggests Professor Peters must not exist for its own sake or pursue self-serving ideas in the heads of academics and managers. It must exist to promote collaboration in learning, teaching and research in the interest of shaping African futures for as Amina Mama states, uh, many people know that I, I, I really like Amina Mama's rebellious and yet uh, liberating theorization of the aspirations that we must have for education. She says, ordinary people on the poorest continent embrace higher education as a key means to upward mobility, a route out of debilitating deprivations of poverty and into the mainstream of national or even international life. So for us as ACDE, this missional mandate of the continent is not just expressed through Agenda 2063, but the aspirations of the key communities who are in the margins in our societies. The endeavor to collaborate must not be seen only as a practical thing, sharing physical spaces or resources or even technologies. It must be seen as an act of love for Africa and African personality. And some people might say, isn't it fuzzy to talk about love in an academic institutional setting? Love is a pivot point that philosophers, African but global, have always addressed as a deeper need for existential, ontological, ideological, pedagogy. The intellectual work that Professor Nkosi in introducing the College of Humanities around the imperative to decolonize knowledge, to rehumanize and remember and reclaim Africa and Africans, its knowledge systems, its civilizations, its ideas, philosophies, and technologies for the betterment of our societies and the economy is nothing that the ACDE, UNISA, the university you represent, should forget or underplay. Ngugiwa Tiongo, the Kenyan literary scholar, an icon that many of us look up to, reminds us that we cannot afford to be intellectual outsiders in our own land. We must reconnect with the buried alluvium of African memory and use it as a base for further planting of African memory on the continent and in the world. Meaning, colleagues, we cannot be defining, describing our ways of understanding, ways of meaning making, but also of teaching and learning, using the tools that we borrow from elsewhere, not drawing on those that we drive and see on daily basis as we encounter communities, industries, and civic society systems in our country. Professor Falola, who addressed the Africa Day lecture for our university, invited by our chancellor, President Becky also reminds us that the decolonization of knowledge in Africa should mean, among other things, the challenging of the colonial matrix of power, which of course has a global reach. 
the colonial matrix of power that Falala talks about include Eurocentric ideas about economies, authority, gender, sexualities, and knowledge that have influenced the practice and perceptions through the rest of the world. It reminds us that even as we talk about open distance education, we must be worried that the platforms, technologies that we use are not ours and therefore render us somewhat dependent and therefore the need to extricate ourselves and liberate ourselves through our inventive spirit in order that we don't do the same mistakes that the liberation processes of our continent would have made by forgetting to center economic transformation. This means that decolonizing the African University, African Studies, the African Academy, the sciences that Professor Mahanu and Professor Dube talked about will be a multi-layered and multi-dimensional process that creates wholesomeness in the ecology but also in the rehumanization of people. It also means that we should simultaneously decolonize while we reimagine Africa intellectual futures because our future of peace, of security, sustainability and prosperity lies ahead of us. In this way, therefore, the African Academy has a responsibility to play a role in a twin or triad task of decolonization and imagining and creating the future or even inventing it as our, our former forebears, the leaders would have, Sankara especially, would have agitated for. As we conclude the 44th Executive Board meeting tomorrow, I hope we edge closer to re realizing some of these goals and that we return to our respective institutions to implement the resolutions we would have taken over the three days of our board meeting. Before I get carried away, I think I have been, I need to remind myself that tonight is not only about the reflections, the thought leadership, but also about con connecting and strengthening our bonds of sisterhood and brotherhood. The dinner is also a space in which the spirit of our African hospitality, we get to share our humanity and solidarity as academics, as managers, as leaders, and as distance education leaders on the continent. I hope that many of you will still find time to experience South Africa's culture, its cuisine, its uh, science systems, but also explore the topography and the landmarks of our beautiful capital city and its surrounding areas. I also wish to state to you that we will be extending an invitation to you as the vice chancellors of the university that we work with to celebrate with us, Nematlaru would not have forgiven me, the 150 years of UNISA next year. And please, uh, we will request you to save the date so that we can celebrate together. We really are thankful. Thank you. Akwaba. Asante sana.